Welcome to this week's Rhythms Podcast. I'm Brian Wise, editor of the magazine, and in this edition, my guests are Jody Stevens and Luther Russell. Jody is the sole surviving member of the iconic early 70s power pop legends Big Star and the only man other than Alex Chilton to play on all three of their peerless original albums. He was also a member of pioneering alt-country supergroup Golden Smog alongside members of Wilco and the Jayhawks. Luther Russell is an acclaimed singer-songwriter and producer. He's worked with Richmond Fontaine, amongst others, who formed his first band as a teenager with Jacob Dylan before the son of Bob formed The Wallflowers. Luther's made a handful of solo records, having first come to attention as a member of the Freewheelers in the 90s, during which time his songs were described as having the appeal and personality of those by Randy Newman and Harry Nilsson. While together, Jody and Luther are those pretty wrongs who combine the lyrical and soulful harmony and jangle of both Big Star and classic 90s alt-country. They'll be touring Australia in August on the back of their new album, Holiday Camp, and they'll be joined by some special friends to perform their own material as well as some classic Big Star songs. I caught up with Luther and Jody by Zoom just last week to have a chat to them about their music and about their forthcoming tour. And I should mention that while Luther was in his home studio, Jody was in his car heading towards the legendary Ardent Studios in Memphis, where he has worked for the past 30 years. First, some music from Those Pretty Wrongs and their new album, Holiday Camp, and then we'll talk to Jody Stevens and Luther Russell. Moon shadows are out tonight Don't be afraid if they tag along Moon so bright I can see your eyes Let's lay out a blanket and watch it rise Or dance and sing on this windy night Our silhouettes by the spectral light Lemonade moon is the sparkling Of galaxies and celestial queens We'll wake tomorrow and fight the fight how you doing, Brian? Pretty good. Whereabouts are you, Luther? Uh, Los Angeles, California, via UK, Greece, Serbia. I don't know. I, I made it back somehow yesterday. What were you doing <laughs> over there? Working? Uh, yeah, I was touring with um, Sarah Beth Tusek uh, all throughout the UK, and then we went on a vacation to Greece. <laughs> you there, Jody? You're you still there, Jody? Still? I'm here! So uh, let's start with Luther. Luther, last time I spoke to you was, gee, it must have been a couple of years ago now when we talked about the boot heel, so it's good to catch up again. Oh, yeah, gosh, is that when it was? So that must have been, yeah, that was at least, it's funny, I don't think of 2020 as a couple of years ago, but it is. It's, so, it's a there you go. <laughs> now. And uh, you've, been, you've been pretty busy since then, but tell us how you two that is you and Jody met up in the first place. Was it after the documentary on big star when Jody asked you to do some shows, but how did it all come about? Yeah. Well, we, um, you may know that we've known each other a really long time since, since about 1992, uh, we were introduced by, um, 
a guy named Gary Gersh who signed Nirvana amongst the other people, the Posies. Um, and so we've been friends for a long time and, and we'd never really, I don't believe we played together until uh, Jody and I went out to dinner. Um, he was in town in Los Angeles and we had a great dinner and a nice time. And then that was it. He, he went back and then I, it wasn't too long after that I got a call from him because he was about to promote the big star uh, documentary as it turns out they wanted him to do some music stuff in los angeles and I, he had just seen me and you know i was probably fresh in his mind and and he knew that i knew how to play that stuff so he asked me and i was like great and then i think when we first got together to rehearse for that um we noticed we noticed a, a, a kind of a blend right away just singing the big star song so that kind of kicked it off because we did some gigs but we started thinking hmm, maybe we should write together and see how that goes. So that was kind of that in a nutshell. You would have obviously been aware of the legend of Big Star, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I grew up quite a bit listening to, you know, I got, I got turned on to Big Star when I was, sometime when I was a teenager. So even when I met Jody, I was uh, actually at the time I met Jody, I was already a, a big fan of Big Star. And that would have been bad like in 92. So by this time, I just knew how to play a lot of that stuff. And, and when he asked me, it was pretty easy, an easy ask. Because hey, we were friends and I knew how to play it. So. Yeah. Hey, Jody, in retrospect, the influence of Big Star, and you are going to be playing some songs from Big Star on the latest tour, and I'll talk to you about your, tour, your album together in a minute. Um, it's been quite an amazing influence, but I guess... At the time, it must have seemed a bit chaotic with such powerful personalities in the band. I uh, just a, a, a quick uh, kind of go back to Luther. It, Luther was an easy ask. Yeah. I knew he would be to to get together to perform these big stars because I knew his talent. One thing, and I knew Luther's a great cheerleader. He's a really positive spirit and i knew he'd be as excited to do it as i i, I was looking forward to doing it so there so uh i told to him i bring my pom-poms right <laughs> i uh so yeah big star there were some there were some um definitely strong personalities in the band and 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 it's evidenced in in, in their ability to write and, and deliver those songs because you don't do that in a namby pamby kind of fashion but it was they were I don't think there was there was never really any energy directed toward uh, another member, any negative energy, except for maybe once when when Chris was uh, uh, for some reason berating Andy about something, and 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 to make a long story short, Andy went over and socked him. But you know that was pretty that was pretty short lived. Outside of that, it's uh, you know we were a band. It was like a relation, like any relationship. It's uh, there's you know there's there's some you 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 know what if if you're you're honest about giving to a band, you uh, you open yourself up to to uh, emotionally, and so yeah, you have you have those same characteristics as a relationship. But I, you know, we we worked over those things and 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 uh, got number one record done. And Chris left not because of really anything Alex had done. You got to be able to survive a fist fight if you're going to be a real band. Jody it wasn't and I anything Alex did. did. It's just <laughs> Alex was just getting. Alex was the spotlight. If 
the number one record. And it was really, Chris was kind of in the producer's seat for that. And I just think Chris didn't, didn't want to live under the, the shadow of Alex. And, and that's why he split and kind of went on his own. How did you maintain your cool? I mean, you you played the role that a lot of other drummers in other bands have played, like the calming influence and... and uh, I think you're a pretty sort of um, laid back sort of a guy these days. And I guess you must have been back then as well. I think that's my role in life. <laughs> it's, it certainly got me to some wonderful places like coming off to Australia uh, in a relationship with Luther. And, and I've been at Arden now 36 years on the business side of things. I just, you know, I, I try, try to get to instead of looking at the problem, you know, you just try to look at solutions to things and getting through things. And uh, so, yeah, I just think it's kind of part of my nature to be uh, a calming influence. You know, with Luther and, and with Big Star, it's, boy, there's a lot at stake. We, uh, I'm really, I was really proud of what I was doing in Big Star and wanted to see that continue. So, you know, however you can to perpetuate it. And, uh, and with Luther, Luther and I just get along really well. It's uh, I don't need to be a calming influence. There have been quite a few tributes to the band and, and Big Star 3, including a great one in Sydney that I was lucky enough to go to. The music has lived on. And as I said, you're going to play, be playing some of those Big Star songs. Um, how, how are you going to choose them? What are you going to be doing? Well, I think there are some obvious oh. ones that, mm-hmm. that, that I sing, uh, you know, and they could be, it could be Way Out West. It could be... Uh, Wow, I hadn't thought of the India song actually, but it just kind of popped into my mind because Andy was a singer on that. Uh, For You, which is a song I wrote, um, I wrote a song called uh, February's Quiet that's on Big Star in Space, so I could sing that. And then, you know, Luther's going to sing a few, so and and uh, and we'll select those and and. Uh, I you know, tend to be back. best at the at the Alex type of stuff. I've 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 never done. We've done a Chris Bell stuff in the past, Jody and I. Jody actually sings the Chris. Uh, we did you and your sister quite a bit, so we we're thinking of maybe doing that. But I tend to be good on on some of the Alex stuff, and we have a similar timbre sometimes. So I'll probably take on some Alex things. Well, your new album starts off with new September song, which kind of hints to the the music you're playing, yeah. doesn't it? It's kind of pretty obvious, yeah. isn't it? Sure. I like that declarative <laughs> statement. Just going to say that uh, yeah. that I, I I'm really excited about Jody's renaissance right now about you know with the, how do I put it just the 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 where he's at creatively on this new record is is I'm excited to do this new material because and even the last record was I, I thought really strong but with this new material I feel like Jody's really firing on all cylinders and he's 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 coming out of the gate swinging with his lead vocals and 
it's really exciting to play. It, it's it's exciting to play together because what we do together is just so easy now. You know, I think when we first met you, you know, we were just getting on the horse on the saddle with that stuff. And gosh, that was like a long time ago. So just as it happens, we've been we've been pounding away at it, and it, this this is the first time it really feels easy. Right. So I'm excited for people to hear what he's what he's got to deliver. Well, you know, it's it's a journey we take together. We don't. It's uh, if I start an idea, Luther completes it. If it's uh, but in all kind of various forms of that. But you know, it's a journey we start together, we end together, and what you hear is is just the, it's the product of the two of us. Or the, oh, I was just going to say when you have a chemistry, it's funny. You you all you can do is either fight against it or kind of submit to it. And I think when people first come together and have a chemistry musically, let's just talk musically, they, you almost can't are in denial of it in a funny way. You think, well, gosh, I mean, especially in our case, wow, we knew each other so long. It's a little odd that we have this chemistry. Maybe it's not real. Maybe it's real. We have to, to kind of play it out to see, but <laughs> as the years go down the line, you realize, well, what were we fighting? You know, the chemistry is really just there. It's undeniable, but you just don't know that at first. We've read the story, the picture of Dorian Gray, and I keep thinking of Jody because as I get older, <laughs> he seems to get younger. What's going on there? I know it's pissing me off too. <laughs> got twenty years on me. It's pissing me off. <laughs> it's all that pleasant thinking. <laughs> She's a schemer and she makes me mad But I love her a lot Those lonely nights I was in a big room Playing my thing So I wish she were here The first album you did together was recorded in Memphis. Uh, I think you used some old big star gear and guitars and that. Tell us about the new album, Holiday Camp. Was it a holiday camp? And by the way, it is a beautiful sounding album. Oh, thanks, thanks Brian. You want to take that one, Luther? Yeah, well, just like the last, the first one that you mentioned and the last one, Zed for Zulu, we did actually record all three. We track our records. Well, we have tracked our records in Memphis at Ardent. And then what I'll do is when Jody's, when we've kind of given it all we can give there, we, we take, I take it back to L.A., and uh, try to honor the last few ideas that we had and then do a few overdubs and get into mixing it and then and then pretty much just send Jason, my partner, and I will send um, mixes to Jody for approval. So so I guess my point is that when I'm when I bring it back to LA, we pretty much tracked everything that we can think of to track in Memphis. So yeah, all three have been tracked in Memphis. You're you're kind of hearing our the trajectory of our you know time together, making us tighter and and kind of expand what we do because the the the, the conditions have always been the same. Yeah, we're lucky that uh, Arden and, and slash Betty Fry really uh, it just made the studio available to us, and yeah, uh, it's very sweet yeah. of them. It makes what we're doing possible. Now, apart from the obvious big star sort of reference, there's also a bit of a Birds influence there that I hear on some of the harmonies and that, particularly on a song like Always a Rainbow. And I guess that's natural enough because I suppose the Birds would have been also an influence on Big Star, wouldn't they? Definitely. And, and my, yeah, and myself. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jody and I are both influenced by – I mean, we love it all. 
love the R&B, love it all. But when it comes down to it, all the Bs are still the stuff that we both probably get off on. What we always talk about together, the birds and the Beatles and, and uh, you know, Beethoven, all the Bs. Bad finger. <laughs> Bad finger, uh, Bach. Yeah. Buddy, you know. <laughs> we love all that that stuff. And, and it's, 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 it always informs what we do. It's, it's hard to help. I mean, at the end of the day, if your stuff's a little bit twangy or jangly and you've got uh, twin harmonies um, and, you know, you've both grown up trafficking, playing and trafficking and listening to uh, that's that that kind of general uh, stew of 60s stuff. It's it's going to come out that way. We, we kind of can't help it, honestly. So how did the writing work, Jody? How did the whole thing come together in terms of the writing for the new album? I, it, it, it comes together in all kinds of ways. Uh, I, I can have a, some lyrics and a melody line and, and sing it, record it, and send it to Luther, and or he can do the same with me. He'll have a melody line and, and uh, a lyric and send it to me, or I'll just have lyrics and send it to Luther, or Luther just has lyrics and send it to me for a melody. It's... Uh, you know what you're here. What you hear just would not exist without the two of us. It would be that's. that's I just can't true. imagine. It, yeah, uh, even when I send Jody ideas, even if I have an idea all to all from myself, I come up with so many different things. But it's only the things I bring to Jody are the things I come up with that only could be for us. It's really odd. I mean, I'm sure he goes through the same thing. It's like. I remember we did a song called um, Hurricane of Love, and I had this really wild progression going around in my head. Uh, and I kind of figured it out on guitar, and I had to videotape myself because it was just so, not complex, but just really wild. And then I just, I think I played it for Sarah, and she just said, wow, you ought to send that to Jody because that just sounds like something you guys would do. It's, it's kind of like, it's always so obvious when it's something that we, it's something we would do. The frogs of a summer night sing And bonfires illuminate the trees Layered ribbons of a cool, cool breeze Announcing falls awaken Why holiday camp? Wouldn't wouldn't Americans have summer camp? 
Well, I was watching the Beatles, uh, you know, Peter Jackson's rendition get of, back. of uh, get, get Back. And John Lennon said, you know, we all we all come back from India and holiday camp and we blah, blah, blah. And, I th- and it just stuck with me. Uh, and I happened, Luther had a, had a, you know, good name for, for uh, the record. And I happened to mention holiday camp. And Luther said, oh, that's it. Oh, I'll and be honest just, with you, know, Brian. It, it, it was perfect when he told me that because it, it's like I thought of Tommy's holiday camp, the Who. We're both big Who fans. But the truth of the matter is, I don't know what it was. I had something in my head. I thought it's like you get these things in your head. And I thought, whatever we call this record, I, I hope it sounds kind of culty. Yeah. And then he, the first thing Jody throws at me is holiday camp. I said, bingo, that is it. And that <laughs> totally sounds culty. I, I love it. And then it had it's to get the definitely a little dark there. for sure. Yeah, it's a little and dark, then, and then it, 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 yeah, go ahead. Well, and then your you know Luther uh, created the the album artwork and the drawing, and, and it's uh, it's perfect because it's it's a little spooky. It is um, spooky. I so I, I drew the first album cover, and then and then then of course because I drew the first, it's like well I better do the second. We did that. We liked that with the telephone. It was kind of all about communication that album. And then with this one, I thought when we came up with it, when it was kind of time to do the art, I was like, "Uh oh, I guess I have to do the art because there's kind of no way around it. There's no you draw it by hand. And I and what I tend to do with these kind of things is I don't procrastinate them because then it'll never get done. So I go, all right, you know, clear off the table. And I just the first thing that came to my, it was almost automatic. I just started drawing this scene of like, well, it's nighttime in the woods and. <laughs> The sign is pointing to like it. It just came out much creepier than I thought it would. You know, <laughs> there are definitely some strange things happening in this holiday camp. Oh, without a yes. doubt, yeah. You you you're like it looks like a path you don't really want to walk down. And I thought that was again. I, I I don't know how it all. Some of this stuff is very very automatic. I don't know how any of this music or art or any of it comes together. Other than once it does, I go well. There, bingo. I guess there it is. But I just. If I tried to explain it, that would it would all come out really garbled. Hey, you know? hey Jody, um, when you watched that Beatles documentary, did it bring back memories of you being in Big Star and the sessions you did? Did it sort of? It must have sort of evoked memories of being in the studio back then. Sure, and 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 probably anybody who's ever been in the studio or, or sat down <laughs> with a band and worked out material probably had the same feelings. It's because uh, there's that bit of uncertainty and. Where's this going to come from? I mean, it's not something you you ring somebody up and they bring it over. It's uh, you know you have to depend on on your imagination, and uh, you know that that can be a little daunting at times. But you know you just keep at it, and and, and you know Luther and I have been playing music for a long time, so we have this this uh, library in our in our consciousness, and and, uh, and we, you know it just spits things out. Um, so, but yes, it's, uh, I love that watching that documentary because it, 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 uh, it helped me feel more comfortable with the way I felt back then during a session, some of the discomfort maybe, or the uncertainty, but it also, I just love the fact that it feels like a hang with the Beatles. Yeah. You're just there. Yeah. I think a lot of musicians watching that. I got to tell you, I talked a lot about it, well, on a podcast even, but with Pat Sansone from Wilco or different musicians that we know. And it's like there was a thing where 
anyone who's been around a long time and been in bands like we have and made records, it was kind of comforting. Of like, man, even the Beatles just sat around bored and went through this same shit and the tension and stuff like that. It's like, that's what happens. You sit around till something happens. I mean, if Jody and I sat in a room day after day, knowing there was a goal at the end of it, that we had to do some show with new material, even if it was our own selves making us, you know, putting this, this pressure on, that's exactly what would happen. It's funny, you know? Listen, we're, we're really looking forward to seeing you back here, particularly with this new album. And I guess you'll be highlighting a lot of the, the songs from the new album as well, won't you, of course? And and the last one as well, but mainly the new one, I would imagine. Start to finish, I think, for the new one, for Holiday Camp. We'll, we'll, we'll play it start to finish. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, great. Yeah, we tend to do that, actually. We, we've done that with every record. <laughs> Once we do a record, we're kind of like, well, we know this stuff, and then we'll cherry pick a few. There's a few we always love to play from the other records, so we'll do two or three of those. We'll do the whole record. So, you know, it's about you know a little under an hour, probably for the pretty wrong stuff, and then we'll break out some big star stuff, which we tend to at least do one, but obviously for this, we're going to do a nice set of that with, I believe a couple other musicians are going to augment us for that set. It might get a little rocking. Uh, I'm, I'm sure th- no one will mind. I'm thinking that, Jody, that maybe Melbourne here in Australia is the world capital of big star fandom, is it? Or is it is it that way <laughs> everywhere in the world? <laughs> I uh, Boy, I'm, I'm glad to hear that about Melbourne. I, uh, I know Mary Mialakos is a fan. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, <laughs> the reason... She was our connection to BT. Love police touring, so definitely grateful. That's for true. That. I don't know. You know, there are certain areas of the world that, and I know Australia's always been one, but you know, London's been one, and, and uh, in New York City, but you know, I, Madrid. And, yeah, yeah. Well, glad to hear that. It, it must be great being associated, or you know, having made this music but it's lasted so long because there's a hell of a lot of stuff that hasn't. Yeah, I'm grateful that I was really young when we recorded that. Yeah. It, uh, I wouldn't be around to enjoy really being young. able to play that <laughs> later. <laughs> no, no, no. I was 17 when we got it. Uh, actually, we, we cut Life is Right before Alex joined the band. But yeah, so I, I was, it's good that I got a, an early start at it. If it takes 20 or 30 years to build an audience, for your music, you, you need to start young. <laughs> of course, Alex was here in Melbourne many years ago. 
I also saw him in New Orleans doing a little in-store at Tower Records now that I recall it, which was interesting. So I have had a chance. I did get a chance to see him a couple of times. Wow. Oh, great. He's, yeah, he's a remarkable, you know, artist and, and player and singer. And he's just, he's fun to watch. I, I saw him play before I met Jody in about 88. I yeah. saw him at the Roxy and he was doing kind of Valare and some of that type of stuff. And he, he was great. I mean, it was, you know, the, the, the thing I loved about Alex seeing him live is he just had this conviction that just, you know, exactly. I mean, you know, That's it. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a joke, man. I mean, people, some people may have taken certain things that way because they thought, oh, why isn't he playing, you know, the letter or doing a big mm-hmm. star song. But the truth was you could tell when he was playing it that, that is exactly what he meant to be doing and what he wanted to be doing. And he, he, he the passion was there, I guess is the point that I'm making. The, the, and and I, that was addictive. I mean, that was, that was really, you know, powerful. The, the funny thing is you mentioned Valare. That is the only song I can remember him playing because it's just stuck in my Yeah, brain. that's all I remember from the show because when he broke it out, the, everyone went apeshit, you know, because he did it such a, di- it's funny. Alex was able to do things in a, in a detached and cool way that was almost ironic, but at the same time, it was also very, very um, um, earnest. Mm. I can't, I can't put it any other way. Like yeah. I don't know anyone else yeah. that could be ironic and earnest at the same time. It's just the most bizarre thing. And he, because because the skill level. I mean, it was when he did Valari. One thing I do remember very distinctly was because when I used to go, people watch people play. I was it was mainly guitar players. Like I was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I would see Arthur Lee play. I saw Richard Thompson play. I saw Alex play, and I would go, you know, Pete Buck. And I used to go see REM when I was a kid, and I would immediately watch their hands. Um, and Alex just ripped on guitar i mean there's no way around it he was such a good guitar player incredibly influential and even when he i remember when he played valari how good his guitar playing was I, that's all i could concentrate on you know um so yeah that's i guess part of the earnestness and the funny thing is he was doing all that stuff years and years before people caught on to doing the great american songbook stuff and he, he was doing it way right. before anybody wasn't he he just yeah. knew it was great it's like uh, somewhere online, there's a version of him doing a Shangri-La song, Past, Present, Future. Yeah. And it's 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 just a bootleg. I don't even know if it was released on anything. And it is the goddamnedest best cover I've ever heard of, of a great song. I mean, if you if anyone gets a chance, look up him doing Past, Present, Future by the Shangri-Las. It's, it's at the same time hilarious and almost like heartbreaking at the same time. Again, there's that detached thing with the earnestness, you know, the, the sin... That that kind of one kind of a wry cynical thing at the same time. Wow, he's obviously doing it because he's passionate about this song. Well, listen, it's been fantastic to catch up with you, Jody. You're still working at uh, Arden, still working there. I'm still there. I'm, I'm, I'm a lucky guy in a lot of regards, and that's one of them. But uh, Arden's undergoing a pretty massive uh, renovation right now. Uh, uh, it's it's going to be stunning. It um, should be finished in August, I think. Um, but yeah, control rooms have been gutted and redesigned wow. aesthetically and acoustically and new consoles and new gear and just the, just the general sort of, uh, the whole kind of physical facility too, from floors and walls and, and ceiling wow. tiles. And Fantastic. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be stellar. Well, listen, we're looking forward to seeing you here in not too long a time. And thank you for taking so much time to talk to me today. 
and uh, looking forward to catching uh, up with you when you get here. Same here, Brian. Thanks so much for having us. We're really grateful. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you, man. Great. See you later, guys. Thank you. See you. Bye. Ciao. Take Bye. care, Brian. Bye bye. Bye bye. E cominciavo a volare nel cielo infinito The late great Alex Chilton from his album High Priest released in 1987 in his version of the classic song Volare. And we were talking to Jody Stevens and Luther Russell. And interesting that the only song that Luther and myself could remember Alex singing when we saw him was that particular song Volare. But we heard music from Those Pretty Wrongs and their latest album Holiday Camp, Always the Rainbow, New September Song, paying a nod to Big Star and we did hear Big Star with Way Out West, September Girls and also This Painted Sky from Those Pretty Wrongs Holiday Camp. Now you only heard brief excerpts of those songs in this podcast so I'd urge you to search out Those Pretty Wrongs latest album Holiday Camp and if you haven't heard of Big Star well go and search them out as well. A band that like the Velvet Underground I guess inspired a lot of people to form bands although not many people bought their records in the first place but just about everyone who did formed a band or picked up a guitar you've been listening to the rhythms podcast with brian wise thank you very much for joining me i'll be back again next week with another podcast and if you want to find out more about the magazine then just go to rhythms.com.au